Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So we're just probably moments away from the news conference that's going to be from Humboldt, Saskatchewan. And this time, the news conference is being organized and structured and held by the hockey team, by the Broncos. So we'll provide, they'll provide information for us that I'm sure we do not have. And there are so many people who have such an emotional attachment now to Humboldt that this is going to be something we all want to hear and want to know about. Randy McLean was with us at the top of the program, vice president and uh, head of human resources for the Humboldt Broncos. And the emotions in Mr. McLean's voice were so palpable as he talked about the team and the meaning of the hockey team to the community And again, how the community on Hockey Night all meet at the arena and what the relationship is between the players and the community and how that relationship stays through the years and now how that chain has been broken with the players who have lost their lives. But emotionally, it is still there. The chain is still there. And we had an opportunity yesterday to speak to several people from Humboldt and we got another feel of what a small community, particularly in Western Canada, is about and what they what their value systems are and what they care about. And they care about these kids so dramatic, so so incredibly. The 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 people who take them in as 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 billeting parents, they treat them as their own kids. I read a story yesterday about uh, a family a mother saying, We billeted this young man and on the first night, around midnight, we heard something going on in the house. I'm paraphrasing and and he was looking in the fridge for leftovers, and we felt this is this is really good, this is great. So this young man feels so at home and so comfortable here. So it's going to make it more comfortable for us to uh, to interact with him. And he became almost like a son to us. And that's the relationship that I think exists not only with the billeting families, but also exists with the community toward the players. These are young men, usually between 16 and 21 years of age, and so they're shifting from teenage years into manhood. And they would also then look at the billeting families as parents and, and, and as guidance for them, not only for the time that they're in, in the communities they're living in, in this case it would have been Humboldt, but in other communities across Western Canada and right across this country. And the hockey community in Canada, the hockey community internationally, has been just touched by uh, what has happened there were teams last night in the National Hockey League that were wearing the Broncos crest. Um, they, I, I believe the, uh, the Winnipeg Jets did, did that on their sweaters. I may be wrong about that, but, I, but that's something that I heard. So we're waiting now for a news conference to come from Humboldt, Saskatchewan, and the news conference being held by the, uh, the Humboldt Broncos. And uh, then we'll have some time to share some more phone calls with you and hear from you. And again, we'll talk to uh, Dan Ukrainitz, who, imagine this, he was set to do the color commentary of the broadcast for the game Friday night. And the 29-year-old broadcaster he was going to be sitting beside during the game lost his life. The statistician, young statistician, also lost his life. The captain lost his life in the bus uh, crash. The youngest player on the team, lost his life. He was going to be 17 next year, next week. So, yeah, this uh, this country is is really in mourning. And uh, to hear that in in Norway, a team had a minute of silence at a home game uh, in respect of the Humboldt Broncos. 
speaks to the global reach of terrible events such as the one that took place. So we're waiting to hear from uh, from the uh, from the hockey team, from the humble Broncos, and uh, the news conference. Are we? Uh, so are delays. So okay. Okay. So we'll just we'll just stand by, and uh, and wait to uh, to hear what they are, are going to share with us. Uh, they, there's this is such so intensely personal for each and every one of us. We all feel something inside. I mean, this was, I, I, I said to Mr. McLean, uh, this like a hole in your heart because there is nothing that can prepare you for a time like this. And anyone who has a child, anyone who has a child who particularly who plays sports or plays um, hockey, and, and, and again, any parents whose kids are billeting somewhere in Canada now as they play on junior teams, hoping to make it to the National Hockey League at some time. That's always the dream, to make it to the NHL. So these kids will leave home at 14 or 15 years of age, and they'll leave everything they know to go and stay in these communities where they play hockey, and they become the adopted kids. Uh, I remember a good friend of mine telling me that his, uh, his brother, who became an NHL goaltender, George Gardner, who played for the Vancouver Canucks, and was one of the first players to uh, NHL players to join the WHA in the 1970s. George left home at 14 years of age in Quebec, and it was very difficult. The transition was difficult for him, but the billeting family made life so much easier. I remember George talking about them, and uh, he he always respected and felt very strongly about what this family had done for him. So um, we uh, we will wait to hear from from the team, the humble Broncos. We can talk to Dan. And let me just get uh, Dan on the line for just a moment. He's with us now, Dan Ukrainitz, who uh, was going to be doing the color commentary on uh, Friday. Dan, thank you for joining us. What are your emotions? What are you feeling? And uh, what, how did you find out? Well, I was uh, set to do for the the Nippon Hawk side of uh, the broadcast, but um, I stood for the games previous in the series, right next to the broadcaster for the Humble Broncos in the press box. And so I was getting ready to go down to the rink. I was actually just getting my jacket on. I'm, I'm in Nippon, and, you know, it was a sellout. It, there was not a single ticket left to be sold. Um, to give some context, Nippon's about a size of about 4,400 people, and they had sold 1,100 tickets for the game. And so it was going to be standing room only. A quarter of the town was coming to the game. And I got a phone call from the play-by-play man and uh, for the Nippon Hawks, and he said the game's canceled. Humboldt's been in an accident, and they, they aren't able to get here. And I immediately my first thought was, well, you know, get another bus. Like, how serious? And then, you know, I started to work it through in my head. And when, when I kind of started processing and realized they'd actually cancel the game, not postpone it for a bit, then... I immediately knew that it was going to be a, a big deal, and immediately my thoughts went to back to the Swift Current Broncos story that so many of us have remember, and uh, just immediately there was a, a definitely a, a, a real worry in my mind. You know, we talk about the the uh, the mood and the emotional impact on uh, the community of Humboldt. What about the emotional impact on the community of Nipawin? 
It's interesting because there wasn't any casualties um, here, but there were a community just just east of here, about 25 minutes, called Carrot River. It's a unique thing because both drivers, from what I understand, the driver was coming, I believe, of the the semi-trailer was coming from that direction, and the driver of the bus, I believe, was also from that community. And so there's an out sort of an outpour of support for that community but the big thing for here and and where the the community is going to be rallying around is the first response okay dan let me let me get you to hold on they're about to begin the news conference and we'll go back to dan ukrainitz let's listen Thank you for attending here tonight. We've called a brief press conference to provide some updates before heading into our community vigil this evening. Again, thank you for the outpouring of support. Thank you for your thoughtful coverage. And we certainly thank everyone who's been following this tragedy, uh, both here within our region, within our province, across the country, and certainly beyond our borders. Uh, We have a few items that we will be sharing. We have a few comments from Mayor Rob Mensch, as well as some additional comments from the President of the Humboldt Broncos organization, Kevin Geringer. He'll be speaking a little bit to the, uh, the themes of the evening and what to expect as we move towards our community vigil tonight. That will start at 7 o'clock. We do know that uh, we will have families and those who have been impacted uh, very closely by this event and ask that you maintain a respectful distance as people start arriving. Again, we ask that there is no media coverage in our crisis community setup that is across the hall at Jubilee Centre. We also ask that there is no media on the ice surface other than those who are providing pooled coverage and, uh, and below the stand surface. We continue to work on the logistics of the event and further details will be made available once we have uh, concrete details to share out at this time. Again, we know Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will be in attendance this evening. He will not be making any statements and he will not be making himself available to the media. We also know Premier Scott Moe will be also in attendance this evening. He also will not be making any statements to the media nor be making himself available for any interviews after the fact. Uh, Once we know the logistical details concerning emergency access uh, and security, we will pass those details on and mobilize you and ensure that media has access as necessary. We will be opening the doors to the public at 6 p.m. Again, we are expecting hundreds of people in attendance this evening um, and ask that you help ensure that we have an an orderly and safe flow of individuals attending um, here to grieve and to pray and to help our community move on from this tragedy. I'd like to call Mayor Rob Mensch up to the stage for a few remarks uh, as we move forward towards this evening's vigil. Thank you. Firstly, I would uh, I would just like to express my condolences to the families. Um, you know, originally this was just a um, a thing about you know we had some people killed, and now it's turned into you know personal uh, you know it's 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 involved people and families and. And as those names are coming out, um, it's it's getting harder and harder 
um, for the community and for the parents and for uh, everybody else. So I'd just like to express our, our condolences uh, from the city and from our city council um, to everybody that has uh, been affected by this tragedy. Um, I would also like to uh, express our gratitude to um, all of the people uh, across the country and around the world. I'm, you know, I, I'm getting emails and phone calls and text messages from people that I, I don't even know who they are. You know, I get a text message from somebody that has just a number there and an area code from I don't even know where and it just says, we're with you, we're behind you. Um, here's a poem that I wrote. Um, you know, here's a song, here's a message. So um, I just like to say that we appreciate all that, um, that everybody's sending our way. Um, this is something that uh, has affected our community greatly and, and I'd just like to uh, again say thank you for everybody that's doing that. Um, you know. um, the other thing I would like to uh, express uh, thanks to is the, the people behind the scenes, uh, you know, the Humble Broncos, um, their executive that's uh, helping out uh, with everything and for our emergency services people. Um, for our, there's uh, my phone again, sorry. Um, and for everybody that's, uh, everybody that's uh, been involved behind the scenes uh, preparing for tonight for the vigil service. Um, tonight is going to be um, hard for our community. Um, it's, I think, going to be the first time that the public is going to be with the family members. Uh, um, on, on at, this, at the rink here and um, we're hoping that getting together is going to help uh, to be one more step in this process. Excuse me, sorry. Um, it'll be one more step in this process of healing and, and getting, uh, getting back I guess the, where the community was, but this is going to be a long, we're a long haul for us. Um, just talking to other communities like uh, Swift Current and and uh, who's gone through this in the 80s. Um, when I talked to the mayor, he said, you know, they're still they're still suffering from that. You know, it's still it's still something that they're dealing with to this day. So um, we're going to need support in our community. We're going to need to be there for each other, and uh, we're going to be. Um, you know, doing this for not just days, not just weeks, not months, but it could be longer. So um, we'll, we'll work with each other to get through this. So tonight will be um, a chance for us to take this one step further. Um, it's going to be a, uh, an event that's going to be for the community and for the team. Um, we're not going to have a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of uh, speeches or anything like that. There's going to be clergy-led for our community. Um, they've uh, stepped up to the plate, and they're going to be doing um, some uh, some hymns and prayers, a scripture, and uh, and then we're, I'm hoping that we're going to stay together afterwards and uh, and uh, visit and talk and console those that need that. Um, so that will take us through the day. So that's really all I have to say at this point. Um, 
and uh, thank you for cooperation. Thank you. That was Mayor Rob Mensch. We have again Kevin Geringer, President of the Humboldt Broncos Hockey Club, who will be providing some remarks. We also want to remind and reiterate that we will be closing the upper concourse area of the arena at around 4 o'clock. That time may change again depending on, uh, on other access and uh, preparatory items that we need to do for this evening. Uh, Kevin will be able to take a few questions following his statement. Thank you very much. Hello everyone, um, my name is Kevin Geringer and I'm the president of the Humboldt Broncos Hockey Club. Just want to be able to provide a, a few updates that uh, I think will help everyone in terms of some of the issues I know that uh, are ongoing and, and so I'll begin first of all by talking a little bit about the status of our players. Um, first of all, the, the status of the, of the players who are still in hospital as well as our uh, our trainer. Um, we are working with uh, Saskatchewan Health to be able to provide uh, updates uh, relative to that status and of course those would be timed updates that would say this is how things are going with each of our our players and, and as I mentioned of course our trainer. Um, so in that way what our hope is of course is that uh, we would be able to provide that update and allow our families uh, the opportunity to be able to focus on on their children who are in hospital and also provide the media with the information that that you need of course no names will ever be provided but certainly the the fact does remain that we do want to be able to provide information to uh, to our media our uh, and and to our country um, you know the fact that uh, this isn't about Humboldt uh, it's not even about uh, Saskatchewan. Um, it's about Canada and our world and so people are out there they want to know what's happened, what's happening with the with those um, who are still in hospital. Um, people care and our hope is that maybe we can provide just a little bit of a glimpse into um, how, what, what they're enduring and, and uh, where we're at with respect to, uh, to those who um, we're so blessed to have with us still today. I, I do want to share with you, as, as many of you are probably aware, that uh, one of our athletes has been released uh, from hospital, and so uh, we're ex extremely blessed to be able to share that information. And um, we, uh, as I said, is we know more information, and, and we work through uh, our FOIP uh, concerns and those types of things, and of course work very closely with our families. Um, we'll share more information that way. The second thing I wanted to share is that um, people have been asking a great deal about what what can we do to help. Um, we've been getting con contacted by uh, organizations across uh, our country, uh, across North America, and globally for that matter, and oftentimes they're saying, look, we have this resource, we can do these types of things, and, and we're very grateful for that. But one of the other sides of that is that um, right now, I think the biggest thing that we can ask for uh, is 
support through just the thoughts and and uh, and or prayers that uh, would be extended um, to our our families and to all our our, our billet families and our entire organization that way. Um, that's really what is so necessary. Um, we're really in a place where we've got such amazing supports, and I, I know that uh, we have victim services here, and, and uh, the premier of this province has extended uh, to us every resource that he has within his authority, which is basically the entire province. And so he's extended that to us, and, and so we have multiple people who are here um, to be able to deal with some of the the challenges that we know that our our families and and our um, our fans and our communities from, within Humboldt and and beyond, um, they're here to be able to provide those levels of support. It's just unbelievable, and uh, we're so grateful for their for their efforts and their work. Um, the other thing is that uh, we continue with our emergency. Uh, response teams that we have and we've got uh, the RCMP and the fire department and the city of course um, and Saskatchewan Health again all working so closely together to be able to orchestrate what we need to do moving forward um, no one goes through these types of things nobody in, encounters this type of thing and so uh, it's amazing having people who are thinking about uh, how we can address something in the immediate future but also um, as we look down the road, there's also plans that are being made to be able to support um, our, our community, our, our folks um, in, in the distant future as well. We have had organizations, um, as I said, uh, reaching out and, and in particular other hockey organizations. And I know last night um, people saw main, major things happening across the NHL. Um, Broncos on the backs of jerseys and and stickers and the I mean that's tremendous but uh, I mean as an example today we got a call from from a, a local um, one of our provincial organizations and our uh, who talked about the fact that uh, they weren't going to have their game played today um, because it was a playoff game and and they weren't going to play it because in honor of of the Humboldt Broncos and the organization and. And it was at that time we talked a little bit about what would it look like moving forward. And, and uh, the fellow I was talking to, um, he made a statement, and I've heard the same thing from, from some of the folks in, uh, as we were talking yesterday and not really knowing what the future will be. Um, one of the things that I think is, is critical is that um, as we move forward, uh, for, in, in honor of our players and, and our entire organization, our families, our billet families, this entire community, we will be doing everything in our power to try and maintain the Humboldt Broncos. And um, with that, we have been receiving unbelievable support through funding um, that, of course, is going to be directed first and foremost to support the needs of our families and uh, our, those who, uh, who are no longer with us. Um, We've, we've got a, a great deal of support that's required that way and, and uh, we've been receiving that support. So I can't say enough about um, our, the folks who are in our province and in our country and, and across our world for just what they've done to support us. And, and so uh, I do want everyone to know that 
when we're looking at numbers like 3.2 million, and that's the last time I've had a chance to go online to see what the GoFundMe page looks like. But when we're looking at those numbers, those, th that type of figure is staggering to any of us. Um, but at the same time, uh, we will be ensuring that that process of, of how those dollars will go out, we're going to make sure that that's done um, first and foremost, respecting every um, every one of the families and uh, who have been part of this this tragedy and uh, when I talk about the humble Broncos family I'm talking about uh, this whole community and I'm talking about our our country now for that matter um, we're uh, humble Broncos are are a major part of the of Canada and um, they always have been a major part and and um, it's unfortunate that uh, we're having to endure loss and but um, at the same time, we're, we're uh, extremely grateful for the support because that support has led us to being able to engage our families and talk um, to our families and let them know that uh, their whole country is behind them. And that's a wonderful thing. So at this time, I, uh, I just want to once again acknowledge the many people who have been in supporting this, uh, this work and, of course, um, want to uh, also have the opportunity to take any questions that um, may uh, be out there from, from our media sources. Um, Darcy Hogan was an incredible coach. He was an incredible husband, an incredible father, and he was an incredible GM. And uh, we had many a conversation about uh, what he believed in in terms of this organization, and I'll tell you, uh, these are his words, certainly not mine. He talked about the fact that um, the humble Broncos were about not building hockey players, but creating amazing young men and that's what we had in our organization was amazing young men and uh, that was Darcy's belief and through that process they would they would have ultimately become great hockey players too which was also the case so um, we had a very important and and uh, close relationship um, and uh, he's sadly missed by our entire organization Thank you very much. Oh, sir. So there is uh, the news conference, and the questions are being asked now. But we heard from uh, Kevin Garinger, the president of the Humboldt Broncos. We heard from the mayor as well. And there is going to be a community vigil this evening with the families of players who lost their lives, and I'm sure other players' families will be there as well. Prime Minister Trudeau will be there, and uh, Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe will be attending as well. We'll, uh, we'll take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Dan Ukrainitz. Dan was going to be handling the color commentary 
for Friday night's game for the Nippewan Hawks. And uh, Jared Fontaine is going to be back with us. He was with us yesterday. Uh, he is from Humboldt. He played for the Broncos, and he is now with Trinity Western University's hockey team. So that's all coming up, and we'll continue. We have also a special audio um, presentation we want you to hear. That'll all be before the end of the hour. But let's take a break. This is the Chorus Radio Network.